0: 32 is like one of my favorite Mm -hmm. verses they asked each other were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us and I just think that feels so personal that feels so and so relevant to us now did your heart not burn when you first became a believer (gasps) Mm -hmm. did your heart not burn when you realized the truth of the gospel like I just I love that verse.
1: welcome back to study with friends I'm Paige and we're so glad you're here with us to study God's word We're currently in the middle of a multi-part series on the resurrection. If you've missed our first part or would like to go back and re-listen, you can find all of our audio on our website, studywithfriends.org. You can also listen anytime, anywhere with your favorite streaming app or feel like you're in the room watching the ladies on YouTube. However you've decided to listen, we're so excited to have you here. Let's
2: continue with our study. All right, so we're moving on to the angels, what they look like. So let's describe the appearance of them and how that might tie in with our image of God. What did they look like? Well, they appeared in
0: clothes as white as snow. Mm -hmm. They appeared young, Mm -hmm. like lightning. So we have a couple different, Mm -hmm. very dazzling Mm -hmm. descriptions. (laughs) Certainly terrifying in some way or another, whether because the women didn't know who they were, what was happening.
2: They're overwhelmed. How does the white, the bright, the dazzling, how does all that tie into all of God's imagery in throughout scripture?
3: And go back to the Old Testament, mm-hmm. like in, when he appeared, it was in brightness. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it had to let them know, like, okay, this is from God. As an indication, if you know the scriptures from before.
2: I was thinking about that light versus darkness. Like he brings light mm-hmm. into the world mm-hmm. and I'm studying Genesis somewhere else, and he brings light into the world before he even brings the sun into the world. So he creates lightness and darkness, or there is darkness, and then he creates lightness where there is none. And he sustains that for a couple of days before he creates the sun and the moon. And so I just always think about, and then, you know, we turn to light, right? When we turn to Jesus, we turn to light. And so it's always this imagery of light and brightness, like everywhere Jesus goes. And so just thinking about how even sometimes we love the day and More scared of the night, like it's just this image of light and dark. I think always kind of permeates our life in a way. And so to see him come in and he's dazzling and he's white. Did anyone ever see a picture of the one where they're sitting? He's sitting on the stone. Did you guys ever see an image of that? Mm -hmm. It's like I want to blast one across as this podcast (laughs) goes on. But I've seen an image because in one of the their versions, the angel's sitting on the stone. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen like a little cartoon image where there's a cute little bright dazzling angel sitting on a stone so we'll see if we can get that (laughs) because they didn't even get that one across but I don't know how good that is but anyway all right so I want to um we have one more so the guards and the women both react to the angel what's the difference with the way they all react to them between the guard and the angel
0: I mean the guards were clearly afraid and I think to some degree the women were probably afraid but Mark tells us they were amazed.
3: It's two different types of fear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The guards were afraid of like run, hide, yeah. you know, like a sinful nature of, yeah. of fear. While the women, their fear was like out of respect. Because mm. didn't they bow in one version mm-hmm. to the angels? Mm-hmm. So it was just two different versions of fear. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Jen, can you read Mark sixteen, three to four? Sure.
4: I'm gonna read from the New American Bible. And this is chapter 16, 3, and 4. i got my readers on, like Kathy. I appreciate you bringing your readers. <laughs> Show them my age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were saying to one another, who will ro- roll back the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large.
2: All right, and then so... We see now an empty tomb. So the stone was rolled back. And how does everyone react to the empty tomb? How do they, in the story, the people that we see, I I hate to say story, but because it's a true story, Mm -hmm. how do each of the people react to the the fact that the tomb is empty? And we have a few different versions, so depending on which one you read.
4: Mm -hmm. In one of my versions, the women were definitely afraid, but they were also joyful. Mm -hmm. So as opposed to the men just flat out fainting.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. And the men were who? Who were the men that fainted? The Roman guards. The yes, the guards. The guards yeah. Right, so the people that were guarding the tomb that were keeping supposed to be keeping him in. Yes. So you guys remember that? So before, um, they put guards in charge so people didn't come and take his body, and then a rumor would go around that he was resurrected. So they mm-hmm. specifically put people up to protect this. And of course... So now not only
0: is he gone but they're they have a whole consequence to that right of am i going to lose my job am i going to be executed for not doing my job
4: mm-hmm.
0: their fear is right pretty big
2: do right? you remember how they reacted what they did they faint they did they they're faint. as mm-hmm. dead
0: yeah right which i took to
1: mean they faint right
2: <laughs> right with no memory right of what happens of what I they say yeah. of what they yeah yeah so and then in later uh, later in some of the scripture, they're willing to take the punishment of saying that they fell asleep versus that something happened, mm-hmm. right? That there, so it just even is insane to me that their reaction, they would willingly accept that. Yeah. Instead of just going, something miraculous happened. They
0: had to keep to the narrative. Right. right. They're, all their lives depended on that narrative, staying
2: yeah. and him not being who he said he was. Yeah, right. right. And it just shows me how we will dig our heels in mm-hmm. for our own truth Versus respecting and seeing something else for truth. We will just dig in and believe whatever we want to believe. Mm-hmm. And
4: it's a sin of pride, right? Because mm-hmm. they don't want to admit yeah. that I was afraid and I passed out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I didn't do my job. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, these women are running around, you know. <laughs>
2: I wake up, there's women everywhere. <laughs> exactly. I don't
4: know. There's bright lights. Right. There's clothes folded. I don't understand. So. Right. Linens in the corner. Now, what did happen it's to the spices? Mess. That's a good question.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> it's true. They were, It had to be a mess. It had to be chaos when they woke yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And they were not willing mm-hmm. to accept it. So what's the reaction when you read The Empty Tomb? What do you think? And this is something we as Christians So I've been a Christian for, I think, like 12 years now. And I think you guys are all in that same neighborhood plus some, um, except Jen, right? We're about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's your reaction when you read it? We've read it a million times. We celebrate it every year. But when you sit down and you really think about what the, they went there and the tomb was empty. What does that mean to you? I know, this is a deep one. This is a personal.
4: It's a sign of hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah in what way well that he fulfills a promise Mm -hmm. and that um you know it's it's huge to believe if you're a believer that this isn't all there is you know what i mean he conquered death he came back so that we can all live which is a huge a huge message you know that's i mean that's what greater gift is that than to be able to spend all of eternity with God like that's you know it's it's a beautiful message so I that's what it says to me Where it's, you know if you were a non-believer you know then you have all those doubts like you know I, I think of you know our, our Jewish friends and it's like you know and and even our friend Amy who um you know does theater on the side and does you know the um it's not the passion it what's uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ Superstar. And it's like, you know, seeing that, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great musical, but the ending is just heart-wrenching because it just, it goes dark yeah. and that's it. And you're like, but but what about the rest? Nice. like, where's the rest? Yeah. So yeah, I think that it's just, it, I, I feel sad for those that don't have that hope, that don't believe that there's, there's more yeah. to this, yeah. so.
2: And you said it fulfills prophecy in what way? And anyone can open up to this. What way does it fulfill? Because you said that's part of it, right? That's our hope is is that the promise was kept, All right? So what does that mean? I mean, this is going back.
3: <laughs> this is going back to the Old Testament, right, where the entry of sin, where we lost direct communication with God, and to where Jesus he steps in the place and he says, "Nah, she's she she has asked for forgiveness, God." Do not punish her. She is your child. She is your servant. And so um, through all the books in the Old Testament, there were references to who Jesus was going to be. And so I think it makes it even more shocking that Jesus had to walk along um, his disciples and them not recognize him. And so um, and to, rec- to recognize he fulfilled the prophecy and that salvation was there because of Jesus dying. Mm-hmm. I can just
2: imagine, like being there, I can just imagine, because I, I think they, we had a hope, they had a hope, that he was one thing, and then he wasn't. He
3: wasn't what they expected. And you know what, but the sad thing is the Old Testament told us long ago, like God said, you don't want a king. Yeah. A king isn't going to be know. who you, right. you don't want a king, right. Be, yeah. right?
2: I'll give you a king, but you don't want a king. Right. And yeah, then yeah.
3: even today, right? When yeah. people, when some people try to like convict people's soul, Jesus is coming with the wrath. And it's like, but that's not who Jesus came mm-hmm. to us as. So stop leading with Jesus as the wrath <laughs> and yeah. lead with Jesus as the love mm-hmm. and what his teachings were. And that's what, like, that's what amazes me all the time. As soon as someone starts talking like that, I'm like. "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because
2: the expectation is different. One of the things that I've been really heavy hitting on lately in my Mm -hmm. own heart is that, you know, the fruits of the spirit. Mm -hmm. One of them, in talking about translations, right, one of them we say patience, but it's really long-suffering, which is a much worse word. Like, Mm. we don't want to think about that long-suffering, but that is who Jesus was. Right. Mm. Right? Like, he was long-suffering. He suffered for all of our sins. He took it all. Right, which seems to be the saddest thing in the world, and then he comes back.
3: But I think also if we replace long suffering, I feel like that would help a whole lot of people because once you said long suffering, I was like, oh, it's a visceral reaction. Lord God, give me patience, and it's like it's really saying like, Lord God, allow me to suffer for a long time. (laughs) And you know what? Once you come to that realization, like now I'm like, oh my God, God, let me suffer a long time and have joy through this suffering. Like it's a different image of it is than patience of like. Oh, I could have all this happening. <laughs> yep. Like it's a different. Im- okay, <laughs> sorry. Right.
2: No, that's fine. And that because that's and this is the imagery is so important. I'm I'm vi- super visual too. So yeah. imagery is so important. And long suffering looks completely we'll different, different from, from patience. patience. Lord, give me the patience to handle my kids better today. Like, like he
3: like, threw the rock and hit me in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Long suffering's like he's going to throw that rock again. Yes, he's still going to love him. Right. come on, baby. <laughs>
2: right. And so he knew it was coming. So even that connects to our promise coming back. Mm-hmm. which... He was great. All right. So we're going to keep reading mm-hmm. this. We're going to go into that story now. So when, and I'm going to have you read it, Shay, but when, uh, Jesus comes back in one story, Mary sees him in the tomb, but in the rest, nobody sees him in the tomb. And so the first people who see him are on the road to Emmaus. So I'm going to have you read Shay, Luke 24:13 mm-hmm. through 31.
0: Uh, I'm reading from the NIV on the road to Emmaus. Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem and do not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us, They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. He said to them, How foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight."
3: I was Uh, just in shock with this section. Like, you didn't even realize that Jesus (laughs) was with you until he broke that bread and handed it to you. So that's
2: an awesome segue to a question I didn't put in here. (laughs) 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 You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) How, because it says that in a couple places, it says when Mary sees him in the tomb, she doesn't recognize him at first either. Mm -hmm. How is that possible?
3: I think they're so consumed with grief of their own feelings and emotions that are taking place as opposed to, What Jesus had told them was going to happen. And so Jesus was like, no, you're not going to sit here and mourn me. This isn't a sorrowful time. This is a joyous time. I'm no longer with you in flesh because you are now going to take on of spreading the word. But it's like kind of like when we are consumed with grief of whether we lost someone or something terrible took place like losing a job or um, you lost your house or foreclosure. Right. We can't see the other good things that are mm. happening of like, OK, my friend said I can live in her um, house that she rents out. So now I still have my job where I can say we don't see those small blessings that are happening in front of us because we're we're only looking at what is consuming us emotionally.
2: So you think partially it's emotionally is blinding us yes, to truth in front of us. Yes. Okay. Anybody else? I'm not disagreeing at all. Mm-hmm. I think they're also looking down, aren't they? Like, are they even looking at
0: his face? That's a They're conclusion. not looking for yeah. Jesus right now. So mm-hmm. they're, they're devastated. They're defeated. What do we do with our lives next? They're looking at the ground mm-hmm. as this man starts speaking with them. They're not even... And I'm sure he looked different than the last time they had seen him. Mm-hmm. He had been brutally beaten, mm-hmm. even yeah. before the crucifixion. I, I mean, I can only imagine that his face could have been distorted.
2: I wonder about that, that. as so, well. Yeah, and that, and that's, so I think in one point they show him where he is healed, mm-hmm. but he still just has the wounds in his hands. I think he, yeah. Uh, so, certainly, it could be, but wouldn't they recognize a the beaten man? Like, hey you look real messed up. Yeah, (laughs) I just, you think. Yeah. And so I wonder, right. And so I wonder too about um, the partially, he, he partially blinds them in a way like he doesn't want them to see him yet where there's some, um, there's some give and take, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are some of us that says, I'm so emotionally consumed. I can't see anything beyond my own face. And there's something in him that says they're not ready to see me yet. Because I need to talk to them about all of these other things. And I, I need to hear them what they, he did
3: everything at that time. Right. But is it like a metaphor? I want you to have a blind faith. I don't mm-hmm. need you to see me to have faith in all that was going to take mm-hmm. place. You walked with me. Right. And doesn't Paul say in scripture before of like, there are going to be people who have faith who have never encountered yes. me but you have encountered me. I've built you up to spread the gospel.
2: Yeah. He honors those who mm-hmm. have not seen him and yeah. have blind childlike faith. I right. mean, that's a desire for him is to have for us to have that. Right.
3: But he needed them because these are the people who really sat down, yep. who could hear him yep. and really spread the gospel. And so it's like, that's the piece of the puzzle that they weren't, they could not yep. find it. It was just lost.
2: So before they knew him, before they recognized who he was, because I love that you brought that up, before they recognized who he was, how did they react to him? How did they react to Jesus? And what did they tell the man who we know is Jesus? What did they tell him on the road? They seem a little annoyed with him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, are
0: you living under a rock? How do you not know? Why do you think we're upset? Yeah. It should be obvious to you why Mm -hmm. we're upset.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, it's Jesus. like, I (laughs) lived it. Hey, dummies. (laughs) Right. Right. So
3: what else? What do they say to him? He was a prophet. He did, who did miracles. He was a teacher.
2: And then you had mentioned, Shay, what do they do with him? And what do they, what does Jesus do with them after that? After they hear, he hears them. He
0: teaches them everything starting way, way back. Yeah. And reteaches the whole lesson of why they need a savior and how Jesus, like he tells them everything. I think he goes back to Moses, doesn't
2: he? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So he schools them. Right. Really. Right. And can you imagine these people already believed in Jesus, right? They already yeah. loved Jesus. Yeah. They loved his teachings, his healings, whatever it was when he was here. Yeah. And then Jesus himself comes and reteaches them all over again yeah. about what, who he was in Old Testament, right? Because these yeah. were Hebrew, Jewish, Israelites. So these were people who would know their Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay, now you know who he was when he was living here, but let me show you who he was. Before that, let me show you how he was all through time and he was Jesus from, you know, way back even in Genesis. You recognize he says us in Genesis, which is a big one.
4: Mm-hmm. So So you were saying that um, you know, that they, they were firm believers, but in I believe in the in the version that Shay read, you know, the men walking on the road to Emmaus, they weren't just talking, they were debating. So what are they debating about? Were they debating about whether, you know, he was truly who he said he was, you know, and maybe that's why he didn't instantly come up and be like, hey, guys. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, he wanted to see where their faith really yeah, lied. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe
2: and maybe he had to listen to them, right? He went up and he asked some questions, right? Because at first, didn't he ask him a question right away? Why are you... What are you discussing? What are you discussing? Right. So he asked them right away so he wants to know what they're talking about. So yeah, for sure, I mean... And again, I say firm believers, they obviously knew who he was. Right. It doesn't mean they knew he was Jesus that would be resurrected. I mean, it doesn't look like anyone was really at that place yet where they were confirmed that he was really going to be resurrected. So they were just Israelites. And then they were Israelites who knew and followed Jesus. Because they go back and they talk to the disciples as well later. So we know that they're kind of like in that group of disciples. Mm -hmm
0: you had me read to 31, but 32 is like one of my favorite. Go ahead, read it. Mm -hmm. Verses. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? And I just think that's such a, that feels so personal. Yeah. That feels so, and so relevant to us now. Did your heart not burn when when you first became a believer? (gasps) Mm -hmm. Did your heart not burn when you realized the truth of the gospel? Like, I just, I love that verse.
2: That's an awesome segue Mm. into remembering that. What did your heart feel like when you first became a believer? Do you remember you were young, right? I
0: yeah, I had a conversion experience when I was 5. My parents have told me about it. I don't remember. Okay. I think it probably was the real thing. Um I didn't re uh, you know, I was raised in a <clears throat> Christian home. I I strayed from the faith for a number of years and I did come back in my 20s. At which point I I recommitted
4: mm-hmm.
0: and I just felt overwhelmed. And and whether that was my conversion experience then or at age five, it doesn't matter. I truly felt just blown away by his endless love for me at that time and how amazing that was.
1: Hi, it's Paige. Thanks again for joining us in our study today. We hope that you found some great truths to apply to your life and some encouragement as you walk with Jesus. We here at Study With Friends are modeled more like a small group and want to encourage you to continue your growth through the local church. If you don't have a church home, we encourage you to find one where the Bible is taught in every situation. Study With Friends is a completely donor-supported ministry, and if we have blessed you, would you consider donating to us? Monthly partnerships are particularly helpful, but no amount is too small. We'd also love to stay connected. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can stream us on the go wherever you are with Spotify, iTunes, or Stitcher. And now you can watch the ladies on YouTube. If all that's a bit too much for you, feel free to email us. You can find our email on our website, studywithfriends.org. We have plenty of other resources that are all free to you when you go there. We hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time when we study with friends.